Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Design Education Talks, the collaboration between the team here at the New Art School and the Design Deducts podcast. Our guest today is Jenny Therlin. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, thank you. Fantastic. So we're going to be talking about creativity, design thinking, and the relationship. But first of all, tell us a bit about yourself. Oh, I don't know where to start. Um, my name is Jenny. I, uh, I live in Stockholm. I'm in my home, working from home, as I have oh, been for a, for a long time. Um, and I work as a learning designer, as a program director, as a creative director, as a business owner, as a graphic designer sometimes. And I've had a really interesting um, career so far. Mm, um, mm, currently, mm. I'm running my own design studio called Studio Thielen. And I also work with Berg School of Communication as program director for a digital uh, design and strategy program. Brilliant. So lots of stuff. Brilliant. So what is it? Uh, tell us about what you're doing now in your creative endeavors. What am I doing now? So uh, currently, uh, due to uh, the world being upside yes, down, yes. you know, it's a roller coaster at the best of times. Now it's like, here's another curveball. And... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, currently, I'm uh, working with uh, with my program at Bergs, mm. uh, and we are shifting the the whole school into online, uh, and it's really exciting. It's working really well, um, and I'm I'm really excited about that because it's a world that I'm quite familiar with and have mm. experience with. I think I counted just to kind of put myself to ease. I think I counted that I've uh, taught maybe 60 hours uh, over Zoom before is, this is happened. Are you using Zoom for each participant or is a classroom in general? Uh, for at Berg's, yes. uh, it's, it's a little bit different, but we're using Zoom, yeah. Yes. So uh, each my participant from, from, from home, from each, from, from, each from, from their houses, from, from, they're joining through yeah. Zoom. Yes. So you're teaching what, exactly. uh, under, under 49, under 49 um, class, yes, for under 49 people. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Mm. so um, currently my students are actually out in, um, on internships. Mm. Mm. So with my program, there's currently no uh, courses running. Uh, but on the other programs who have either finished their internships or haven't gone out on their internships, it's Zoom classrooms. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we work with... Um, the industry so all the teachers are not like traditional teachers they're they're directly from right. different agencies and Brilliant. you know we're witnessing everything from you know full day workshops being transformed uh, to to home study um, so that's very exciting so I'm doing that uh, and then I'm working with other organizations who are mm -hmm. looking to uh, digitize or digitalize or even long term like how can they transform their business um, inspired by what's happening today. So, what, what do you what do you feel the, the the main the main challenges are in this in this new way of working now? Um, I would say that um, repetitive strain injury uh, and actually burnout. Because you actually things. work more, isn't it? You actually work more when you're working from home. Exactly, you work more. Uh, you take fewer breaks. Mm. Um, you feel guilty when you go to the loo. Mm. Um, yes. So, and, and I've, I've dabbled with, I've had repetitive strain injury from previous um, uh, careers, a graphic designer, and that was, that was working in an agency. And now you think, 
you know, you kind of, it's easy to get stuck at your desk. Um, and most people don't have an ergonomic setup at home. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. They lounge or they sit on their bed. I spent my entire Monday, I think, was working from bed. And then asked them, what am I doing? <laughs> Maybe I should put some makeup on, put some shoes on, sit down at the computer. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so so how, did you, how did you get into teaching? Oh, oh, well, um, it's, a, it's actually quite a nice segue from that because um, I was working agency side as a graphic mm. designer and a senior art director. And I was working agency about nine years. Uh, and then when my body broke down, um, I was on sick leave for nine months. And it, was, it compares a little bit to how things are now. It's like, sugar, I need to do some drastic changes. I need to redesign my life. Um, and when I kind of got back into uh, the swing of things, I got a position to teach uh, technical graphic design at Chillington College. Uh, and Chillington College, if you don't uh, know of them, or if the listeners don't know of them, uh, it's a, a school based out of Australia, but has campuses all over, all over the world. And this was the London campus. Mm -hmm. I was living mm -hmm. in London mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was literally, if you can't do teach, <laughs> Um, and it was an evening class and then that's where it started to do um, that part-time and then since then and that was 2014 maybe mm -hmm. since then um, I have worked in education half my time right. so yeah. it went from Shillington to working with Hyper Islands uh, and then now with uh, Berg School of Communication so, but, but, but you can do, obviously. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a, there's a very good relationship between that. Between what, sorry? But you can, obviously, you can do. Oh, and I you can are teaching. do. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, it is. I'm definitely I, teaching. I would think in design, <laughs> in design education, maybe that doesn't, doesn't apply so much, you know, because in, the, in, the, in that sense. Uh, so, so, how do you bring all this uh, all this exciting work you're doing into the classroom. And I mean, I, mean, I know there are, there are limitations for the virtual world, but how do you bring uh, all this into the classroom now and how that, has that changed? Uh, well, I, I pride myself to really work with um, trying to activate uh, learning. Mm -hmm. So regardless of it being online or in the classroom, I always make sure that, you know, every, every seat in the room is the best one in the house mm -hmm. um, and really sort of in, invite in uh, every single individual. And then also um, looking at the combination of uh, how we can use technology, how we can use our pedagogy or growth learning mindset and how we can use the space that we are in. Uh, and with the space, I think environment in general, and it's, it's in its blended form, it's not like a physical room necessarily, mm. um, to see how can we activate learning from these different areas. Um, and one of, the, one of the pieces of advice, which I hear a lot of people uh, have a really positive reaction to, is uh, be a mirror of the energy you want to see in the room. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that counts extra much okay. now that we Absolutely. are... Uh, on Zoom. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, how do you see the current situation uh, in, in design and education? How can we sort of help the new designers translate all this experience into a career? What would be the best advice? Um, the best advice is to keep learning. Uh, I have, so a lot of the companies that I work with, they are going, going through some, not voluntarily, 
a learning journey of their own, right? They have to very quickly change the way they do business. They have to change the way they communicate with one another. There's a lot of things happening outside school. Mm -hmm. um, for you as a, a specifically a design student, I would look at um, reflecting and cataloging the things that you have learned and to see how can I apply this to a, a struggling paralyzed company who has to digitalize or they will die. And now that's like literally <laughs> before it's always been the stuff that you say, but now it's actually happening for real. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would start by actually taking uh, some time to reflect on what are the things that you are learning uh, and then see how you can apply them. And you would be surprised how much uh, there is that you can apply to, to, What's so happening now? By, by imagining that you're taking a company from from the from the previous era into this fully digital era, and you're and this is an exercise that you would recommend to aspiring uh, students that are want to get into employment. Definitely, mm -hmm. and also um, on the other side. So, so the craft that that's one part of it. Um, the sort of the, the strategy of how we work together is is on the other side. Um, and as a student, you are now in this growth mindset of testing things uh, and being like, okay, with things not working perfectly the first time. If you're mm -hmm. a digital design student, you know, there's a lot of prototyping and testing and experimenting. Um, you need to be that sort of calm experimenter um, because that's what the companies will hopefully be looking for. You know, someone to come in be like, oh, I see this chaos. It's all right. I am used to the chaos. We'll work this out together mm. and actually set some really nice and good communication routines mm -hmm. um, and look at like, how do we work as a team? Now we're definitely completely distant from one another. Mm. And how can we build our community and our culture in a different way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and with the, the future of work as well, um, I'm part of um, a distributed network called Group of Humans. Mm -hmm. um, and we are over 100 designers and strategists globally uh, collaborating on, on client projects. And this was set up, um, I think it's about a year and a half ago now. And what's really interesting about it is um, my job uh, has been to see how we can build our community without meeting one another. Uh, and by doing little webinars and micro learning sessions and just just having a space to talk to one another, I think that's crucial uh, for anyone, but specifically if you're uh, if you're in learning. So to bounce ideas and to have like a group. So so you would recommend that students create a, a group like that, um, uh, but between definitely, them? I think um, self leadership is really important especially now like you yeah it's a lot easier to to lie and pretend that you're not working or watch netflix instead of doing a piece of homework and i think you know <laughs> grow up <laughs> a little yeah. bit and it goes for everybody i think um but specifically for those who are not used to working from home it's a really difficult transition uh to go into sort of professional mode so today, for example, I, uh, I commuted to work. I took a, a short walk uh, just to get some air before I started. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. 
So uh, how, I mean, in the current situation of design education, what would you do differently? I know we've, again, we've gone back to the online, but what would you uh, add, replace, or remove? You know, how, what would you, would you change in, in, in design education? Um, I think we're doing, like you said earlier, um, a very good uh, job here in Sweden. Um, and I see a lot, of, uh, a lot of schools working very practically. Um, but I think we need to do more of it. And I think we need to, oh, look, there's my cat. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we need to bring in um, the industry. Uh, at the same time, the industry also needs to get coaching in um, knowledge retention and how, because you can be really, really good at your job, mm. extremely good at your job, but you, don't, you haven't had experience of teaching it to somebody else. Mm. Um, and that's why I work a lot with learning experience design to look at how can we, uh, how can you, you know, transmit uh, and share your knowledge so the students and the learners actually retain it. Like what are the things that you can do to make sure that what you're saying actually sticks? Especially with, with the shorter attention spans of, of the new generation. And Especially, yeah. And, and but we can... There's, there's a lot of, um, there's a wonderful model called the, um, the uh, knowledge retention rates pyramid, uh, which is basically you think of a pyramid uh, and at the top it says 5% and at the bottom it says 90%. The 5% yes. is knowledge retained from just listening. So everyone who's listening to this, it's okay if you take away 5%, it's fine. 90% is when you've had an immediate use of your learnings. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So going to school and learning lots of stuff and not being able to apply them is kind of pointless. So always try and apply what you're learning. Even if you haven't had um, uh, uh, instruction, just continuously it's like oh I learned how to use this tool today maybe I should do three more icons with that mm -hmm. just to like get into mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. so uh, again to the back to the sort of main topic of this season uh, creativity and design thinking um, and also possibly innovation uh, could you tell us a little bit about that sure um, so we have an innovation course on uh, on the program that I run uh, and it's one of the most interesting from the perspective that uh, creativity and innovation is definitely not the same thing mm -hmm. uh, and how, you know, ideas come and go. And I think Ridley, what, uh, Matt Ridley's uh, definition is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it, the mm -hmm. TED talk with um, uh, innovation is when ideas have sex. Yes. Like, well, yeah. in a way, yeah, of the, 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 the doing, the doing it. The innovation will be the doing, Absolutely. the creativity will be the thinking or the sort of ideating. Well, not, not necessarily. I mean, I, I see it as innovation is, is making sure that there is a business value mm -hmm. uh, as well. Uh, that, that, that is innovation, technically. Um, a, business, a business value in terms of, in terms of, of, of what? From which perspective? Well, uh, to look at the innovation from our perspective, uh, what we do is we, we start off with a course in human-centered design, mm -hmm. um, which says is what it says on the tin, as it were, and then we add business modeling on top of it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it really is to really try and find a value in what you're creating uh, that hasn't been there. 
and looking at business modeling and value proposition modeling. So you mean responding to, how, to the needs of society, responding to a social need? As well. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely. What's, there's the human need, there's a societal need. I mean, there's the shared value uh, as well. There's a lot of different ways we can look at innovation. There's evil innovation as well. Um, but what I would think- you do, What would like, you define as evil innovation? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's not go there. I, I don't want to talk about negative uh, I stuff. Mean, I mean, <laughs> you mean like sort of commercially focused or profit focused or profit oriented? I would say the ones that do not account for the human and mm -hmm. the society mm -hmm. uh, or the environment. I mean, they, they go hand, hand in hand. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of, now there's a lot of um, opportunity in that space uh, to see, to learn from the effects of this crisis, to see like, okay, what, what went well? What can we do differently? How can we maintain uh, Mother Earth as it's kind of transformed into being? And how can we as designers and creatives uh, help that? And also from the organizational perspective, they're probably in their biggest communication challenge uh, they've ever been in. Yes. So I think there's a very big part in their, in their innovation um, where we can support. As, as, as creatives, as designers. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Brilliant. So how can our viewers find you? Oh, how can you find me? Um, the easiest is just to Google my name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can, you can find me on studiothelen.com uh, and you can find me on Twitter as Jenny and on Instagram as well. Brilliant, brilliant. And what is the advice you'd like to leave us with? What is the advice I'd like to leave with you? Um, I, would, I would say keep learning. I would say like even if you are in a position of, um, you know, you've been working for some time, I'm in, in an in-house marketing company and maybe a little bit dried up uh, to see this as an opportunity to learn new things about yourself and by others uh, and, and about others and also um, think long term. Don't, don't think shit. What should I do now? Um, this is um, think, try, try and think a bit long term so you don't burn yourself out and clean your house. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank and you. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Have, okay, a, have a great bye. day. <laughs>